welcome back to Drinks After Work. It's me. It's Abby. It's Shannon. It's us. It's Drinks After Work. Welcome it's back. It's freaking Drinks After Work. If you're new here, do yourself a favor and become a part of the Boston Baddies. Follow us on Instagram. It's at Drinks After Work underscore uh, TikTok at Drinks After Work no underscore and you know if you're a girl in the boston area that's looking for you know new places to get drinks after work or new girlfriends join our private facebook group link in bio link in the hell of the bio yes. um we are coming off of a absolute crazy weekend memorial day well it's, um, it's, it's wednesday right now and we're recording <laughs> <laughs> Yeah, well, it was your first day back at work. Yesterday was mine. Yeah, I know. It's and so rough. Speak for yourself. I know you had a crazy weekend, but I did not. <laughs> yeah, do you feel rejuvenated? I always wonder, like, when you go away for a nice, relaxing vacation, do you come back and you're like, wow, I feel good? Or no? Um, I mean, usually I wouldn't really consider my Memorial Day weekend a vacation i think for me it was a lot of socializing and me being the introvert that i am i was like damn i could not talk to anyone for the next week and be fine with it so random but <laughs> let's hear it <laughs> okay so my roommate told me this I, it was so interesting she told me that introverts wake up with a bunch of like every morning with a bunch of energy and every social interaction they have makes them Decrease. more and more exhausted yeah so that like if they have a ton of social interactions by the end of the day they're just like completely drained mm -hmm. and they're like i'm so tired and they need to have like time alone to like rejuvenate extroverts wake up every morning tired and like every social interaction they have like gives them more gives energy them like it life. feeds them life okay well i feel like i'm an in-betweener in i don't wake up with energy and i <laughs> You're like, I don't have energy by myself or with people. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I like that. You're mm. you're a tweenie. Well, in betweener. <laughs> Thanks. <laughs> Sorry, I don't know how that just started. But I thought that it was interesting. It might yeah. not be true. No, I don't know. We love a little fun fact. <laughs> a little fun fact. Um, fun yeah, fact Wednesday. So <laughs> I was in New York with Mystery Man, but Sophia over here was yes. not. She was uh, again after it in Nashville. I actually did not go by Sophia in Nashville. You didn't? No, I, I developed Sophia a new... Sophia didn't come out? I developed a new alter ego. Oh, so yeah, I'm did. at the bar and like, if you know me, I hate when like creepy guys like try to hit on you at the bar mm -hmm. i think it's so annoying like, Ooh, where are you from i'm like i don't feel like telling you where i'm from <laughs> like why do i have to tell you where i'm from so i was sitting there and all of a sudden i was like i was like alabama <laughs> and they were like what's your name i was like lila bell <laughs> just like, no you didn't on. yes and so like me and my because there was a there was 25 of us on this trip so me and all the girls we all came up with these like random alter egos and they're all like the double you know like i feel like the southern girls have like double names so i was like hey my name is lila bell but my friends call me lila <laughs> hmm. and i was like i've never been to such a big city before i've never seen so many big buildings before <laughs> someone was worst. like have you ever been to nashville i was like no golly gee i've never seen so many big buildings before <laughs> people were like okay and um we ended up meeting so like on the third day we went to this bar and Mike Stud, Johnny Menzel, and um, like Bob Menery were were all there drinking. So we went up and we like all of us we, we like there was like twenty five of us. We we're like, hey, how's it going? And we all introduced ourselves. 
And I literally um, introduced myself to Mike. Said I didn't realize it was Mike Stud at the time because I'm just really yeah. bad with like faces and Same. stuff. But he, I was like. He was like, oh, like, what's your name? I was like, Lila. And he was like, oh, I'm Mike. I was like, my boyfriend's name is Mike. <laughs> oh, uh, Mike and Lila. That's funny. classic. How did he react to that? Well, later on, one of my friends was talking to him and was like, oh, yeah, like my friend Shannon. And he was like, she said her name was Lila. And she was like, oh, yeah, she lied. She, she'll do that. Um it was so funny though because we were we were at the bar and we're all drinking and we we hung out. They were with this girl and she was so nice. So we spent like most of the day with her. And like a random girl that they the were bar? with. Oh. They, they, oh, they were. Okay. She was hanging out with them. A um, yeah, she, I think she's like their friend. They like all <laughs> yeah, live in Arizona or something. But um, this. So my friend Kyle, his little sister Courtney, she's like the most energetic fun person like I love her and she's like literally my hype girl and she was running around the bar and she's like oh my gosh I'm so so starstruck she's like I'm fangirling right now I'm fangirling and I was like oh like over who like over Mike said well I wasn't sure if she was fangirling over like um, Mike said or over um, Johnny Menzel and she was like over you and she runs up to them and she's like my friend is famous my friend's famous like pointing at me and she's like yeah she has a podcast she's famous pulls up our Instagram I'm like I'm like Courtney stop it literally pulls up we have like 2,000 followers they have like millions of followers I was like put it away she's like she's famous like you better follow her you better hop on the train I was like literally mortified I was like please stop um, well I didn't notice any new followers by the name of Mike or Bob or whatever John name Johnny, John. I know. So I don't think it worked. I don't think. Well, I don't think she sent were them like, with, our, uh, with our following. Um, I don't but know. But I am. But she like sent them the link. She was like, "Download it right now!" Like, download the like. She sent them some link to like. I don't even know. It was the funniest thing in the world. I was literally in tears. I was like, "Please stop!" <laughs> I love that. We love a supportive sister. We do. We do. But um, yeah, Nashville, hell of a place. Um, we ended up leaving that bar, and like a few of us went to dinner. We ended up going to like the nicest steak. It was called like Bourbon Steakhouse or something. It's mm-hmm. like in a high rise building overlooking the entire city. Michael shows up wearing cowboy boots and cut off like like jean shorts. They let him in. They let him in. And they were like, oh, huh. yeah, Nashville's like casual. Because, like, if you showed up to a, like, Del Frisco's in Boston wearing cowboy boots yeah. and, and cut off they jeans, I don't you. think that they would let you inside. <laughs> but I mean, Nashville is its own, its own country, beast. I feel. Yeah, just nothing, anything goes. It was insane. It was crazy. Oh, man. Well, I'm glad you had a good time, but I'm glad that you're back. Me we too. need to get back in our routine. Yes. Speaking of which, last week was absolutely unreal. If you guys haven't yet watched or listened, uh, episode 25 with Maggie McDonald uh, dropped last week, and it was the most downloaded episode in Big Night Media history. Yeah. So, freaking. Freaking cheers to that, bitch. Yeah, cheers to Maggie. She yeah, awesome. cheers to Maggie. It was a hell of an episode. Um, we ended up charting number 49 on Apple Charts, which is the best score. I don't know what they call it. Score chart that we've ever gotten. <laughs> <laughs> it was the best score we've ever gotten. The best just- score. <laughs> so thank you, everyone that listened. We really do appreciate everyone's support and feedback. It all gets taken into consideration. Yes. No, it's it's honestly so helpful when you guys give us like any sort of like good feedback, constructive criticism when we have guests on cuz it's a lot harder than it looks to interview someone. Like I feel like mm-hmm. it's a it's a skill. Yeah, you know what I we're mean? We're not 
we we've only had a couple guests on. We've only done a couple interviews, and we're a work in progress with yeah. the interviewing. It's it's a but, skill. But you know, practice. What is this? No, practice makes progress. Practice, practice pra- makes for bad for that. Yes, practice <laughs> something makes like that. Progress. So, um, yes. thank you guys again. Um, absolutely unreal. So let's let's keep the train rolling. Let's keep the train and rolling. Let's dive into episode twenty six. Let's dive into drunk deeds. Woo! All right. What we got? What we got? So let's start off with some TikTok drama. I know it's everyone's (laughs) favorite kind of drama. I know. I feel like when we put that poll up on Instagram, we were like, do you guys like TikTok drama? It was very 50-50. Like half the people were like, fuck no. And the other half were like, yeah, it's kind of entertaining. Yeah. But I was honestly surprised by like how many people like admitted that they like it. Mm -hmm. It was more than I thought. But um, okay. So if you are familiar with the TikTok world, there are these two individuals, Addison Rae and Bryce Hall, kind of, you know, the up and coming stars, new influencers, they're famous, whatever. Um, They used to date and back in March, they broke up and pretty much up until now, it was radio silence from Bryce Hall. Like he did not speak up about the breakup. It was really only kind of Addison a little bit talking and uh, it's not Hosey, it's Josie. Yes, it's it, it definitely is not Hosey. Jo- it definitely is Josie. <laughs> Josie can, can confirm. So. <laughs> um, you and Hosey, you said that yesterday when you were at my apartment. You were like, okay. yeah, you know, and then Hosey. I was like, it's Josie. <laughs> you're, you're just going to have, I'm sorry. I don't it's okay. Know. It's fine. Um, we can move on. We can forgive you. and forget. Thank you. Okay. So basically, okay. And I thought this was insane. Um, the whole, what are the, what is Bryce Hall part, part of the high power? Sway. Is it the Sway? A sway boys i I think they're done but like they were i feel like all those houses lasted like 20 like seconds yeah i don't know if they're still all living together but the sway boys are still very much uh together because they have a a a tv channel it's not even a tv (laughs) channel it's an ig tv channel and it's called sway life like it's literally a tv show that premieres like full-on episodes on instagram of the sway boys and i'm not subscribed Wow, I mean that's the first You're thing under that I'm rock, doing apparently. when I'm going home. No, please subscribing don't. to the sway, sway life. Yeah, it's called Sway Life. <laughs> um, oh, no, but so <laughs> I'm no, just no. Friends don't let friends follow the Sway Boys. Anyways, they um, not they Bryce. I should say he finally spoke up and told his side of the breakup. So in an in an episode of Sway Life, and basically like just so I mean I, I'd call myself. I'd be a hypocrite if I said that, like, we don't clickbait because we definitely do. But the caption for the episode was, want to know what really happened with Bryce's relationship Atlanta? The truth will shock you. Like, ew, come on. Um, be, be more clickbaity. I know, but like kind of would click on that in a second if I saw it. You know what I mean? If you see that title, you're like, oh, hell yeah. I know. Well, yeah. So that was the caption. And basically in the episode, he tells his story of what happened back in April. So basically in April, again, these are this is a YouTuber, Jake Paul. And I don't know who, but do you know who Ben Askren is? Mm. Me neither. But I guess Jake Paul and Ben Askren, did a fight in Atlanta and it was like this whole big thing. Like everyone from all across the country flew in to watch this fight. Mm-hmm. And so Bryce and Addison were both attending this fight. And I guess what he says in the episode is that 
back in April before the fight, like they were kind of like they were on good terms. They were talking, they were civil and they were like hanging out. And like the plan was that they were going to meet up in Atlanta and like hang out, get dinner and whatever before the fight. And so Addison flies in a week early, like before the flight. So like she's in Atlanta a whole week early and um, Bryce doesn't, he doesn't go early. He just goes like right before the fight. And right. I guess on the day of the fight is when Bryce and, and, I don't think we've actually talked about this, but we might have. But Addison Ray and Jack Harlow, did you you heard about that? Mm-hmm. Like how there's like alleged, like allegedly they're hooking up. But I guess on the day of the fight, Bryce found out about that, and he went straight to Twitter and he tweeted downgrade, and then he tweeted, "I'm about to explode, man." And obviously, he deleted them. Like instantly. it's also funny that he says downgrade. <laughs> like I feel like that might not be true, but go on. <laughs> I honestly couldn't tell you what Jack Harlow looks like. Better, you think better looking than Bryce? I just, mm. or he's just he probably has more going for I him just, than Bryce. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. <laughs> no, I, yeah. So it's not about appearance; it's more no. so just no, person. No. I just feel like Bryce. Okay. Not, like, oh, like the guy that takes to Twitter and is like kind of a noob on the internet every chance he gets. I mean, yeah. don't get me wrong; I kind of, I kind of love that he's the bad boy of TikTok, but like, I don't think I would date him. Yeah. Anyways, <laughs> anyways. So basically, on the episode on Sway Life, he is basically just saying like how he, like, he admitted to like tweeting those tweets out of pure anger and like he admitted that he wasn't thinking like he wasn't like it thinking in the slightest and basically he made claims that everything was going great like at the time like right before the fight and that he believed that they were getting back together and that he feels that she led him on and he's betrayed and he's such yeah. a good boy and he came from a good old christian baptist family and how could this happen to him mm-hmm. yeah mm-hmm. so basically it's just a whole bunch of he said she said i guess addison commented on the igt episode and said the truth question mark this is very (laughs) one-sided and then he tweeted oh no i'm sorry she tweeted double standards which is like come on girl like you 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 left the comment you don't need to tweet about it and then obviously because bryce hall is petty he tweeted right after that calm down yeah and that's the tea and i'm just like this is so why is this new but but you didn't but then how did like josie come into it oh i don't know because like, isn't there rumors that Josie and Bryce? Oh, Hall- Bryce Hall. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So I guess it, so. I guess that's where um, it's all like one sided. So it's like, no, like you like were hooking up with Hosey and I was hooking up with Jack Harlow. Like you're uh, Josie. I'm sorry. <laughs> I just I don't know. <laughs> just can't stop. <laughs> um, yeah. So, so I guess like he's basically trying to like call her out and be like she did this, she did that. But he actually well hasn't been confirmed. Allegedly cheated on her with Josie. Right. Consego. Yeah. Okay. But gotcha. like and and it's that such like an I feel like it's such an awkward like time when it's like you're not officially back together. So it's like was it cheating? Was it not? Like I feel like they both were in the wrong. Like they probably both let each other on. They were both probably talking to each other while sleeping with other people. I mean, in the end of the day, I think the root of like the main issue here is that who the hell is letting these children mm-hmm have access to smartphones that have Twitter on them because they have no idea. Like they don't know how to process things. Like they hear information and they instantly are like, Oh my God, I'm going to tweet like angry tweet and like subtweet. I'm like, I feel like I would do that if I was 13. It's like, I feel like if you're an adult, you hear information and you're like, okay, let me like sleep on it. Let me think about what I want to say back and like craft a clever, clever response. But instead they're just like, 
hashtag downgrade hashtag disgusting <laughs> hashtag cheater and it's like no like maybe just don't do that but i, I guess but, agree. but maybe unless they're doing that on purpose and that's what's getting them the i mean he deleted the tweet so clearly he <laughs> I feel like regretted just... it but he he forgets that he has a whole army that probably has post notifications on and they screenshot everything so i almost feel like it's they're like the modern like kids who are like brooding and like writing in their diary except it's twitter they're like dear diary today addison was mean to me i saw her give me a dirty look dear diary today today i saw that bryce was with another thought and she doesn't even as, she's not even as hot as me why does this always happen xo and then, and xo xo with love but then they like the next day they're like oh shit i shouldn't have said that and they yeah. delete their tweets yeah oh well no i i agree okay but, okay number two drunk deep number two yeah, so this one is, I still feel like I'm being punked. I'm like waiting for someone to be I like, know. just kidding. Um, Amara Maple, a.k.a. Lana Rose, depending on what channel you watch her on, is pregnant. <laughs> I know, that is crazy. I st- my mind is blown. And Abby shows up to my place <laughs> yesterday and she walks the door. I haven't seen her all weekend because we didn't spend Memorial Day together. I thought maybe we'd like hang out, you know, get to know each other again. And she's like, did you hear the news? And I was like, no no and she was like she's pregnant i was like oh we were like lana roads <laughs> like the first thing is you didn't even say hi but I it know, was it was pretty shocking i mean i found out literally like as i was walking into the elevator oh, to your apartment. okay like i literally found out just then so lana roads or amara she is an former adult film entertainer turned youtube star turned like instagram influencer we love her though. podcaster who mm. kind of turned her life around around a little bit and she kind of got away from the industry she used to be in and is now really focused on the podcast she has with her friends youtube videos everything like that she has been on and off dating mike malak for the past i think that's how you say his last name I don't I know. No hey big mike for the past um year like year year and a half ish like very very on and off um but she like clearly always fighting but she's clearly very in love with him um i think that the i mean there's only so much you can know from a relationship from the outside in but the way it always sounded was you know she met him she was ready to you know get married settle down she wanted to move in together mike was very much like hey listen i'm not ready for that yet i want to continue being single going out with the boys producing content like he wasn't ready for like, she wants a very, um, like, you know, settle down, have children, yeah. live in a big house with a white picket fence. I don't even think he wanted to be single, necessarily. I think he wanted to be with her, but just didn't want the pressure. Like, she was, like, trying to rush everything. Yes. And she's younger than us. So she talks about it, and she's like, I got into this, you know, I mean, she had a really hard life. You know, she started as, she was, like, stripping when she was in, um, like, high school. She went to jail when she was in high school. Mm-hmm. You know, she'd be, you know, she gets into the porn industry. She had a really hard time, so I think eventually when she met someone that she loved she was like i'm ready to be done like i'm ready to you know continue on with like my youtube channel and podcast or whatever but kind of get out of the public eye and like have a normal life and mike like he did he struggled with um like drugs like he was a heroin addict Mm -hmm. and recovered from that and this is like all through his 20s that that happened so he didn't really get into the public eye until his 30s so i think in his mind he's like i'm just kind of getting started I'm not ready to, you know, have kids and be married and everything like that yet. So I think when they dated, like you said, Abby, I I agree. I think he would have continued dating her, but I think she was always pressuring him. Like, when are you going to move in? When are you going to propose to me? When are we getting married? And it was like constant. And Mm -hmm. that's like the main reason why they ended up breaking up. Yeah, I know. And it's 
Very interesting because I did the math and I was so the due date is January thirteenth, mm-hmm. which I'm pretty sure means it's going to be Capricorn, which is like me. But um, <laughs> that means that she must have gotten pregnant in like April because yeah. she just she literally just announced this week and she announced it on Instagram mm-hmm. with a picture of the ultrasound and you can see her her name on it, it says Mara Maple with her birthday like it's not photoshop i mean it could be photoshop but it's definitely not yeah i don't know why that would be like a kind of a crazy move that'd be yeah that would be not <laughs> imagine okay. um but it, like she posted on Instagram the picture of the ultrasound and it was like really aesthetically pleasing picture and she wrote like this is the announcement with like a heart for the caption and then shortly after mike tweets does anyone have a contact at the mari show no big deal <laughs> <laughs> so he's but, like, basically saying like his, he's saying right? he doesn't know who the father is i mean they were there i mean if anyone watches his youtube vlogs which i do i watch them weekly i i thoroughly enjoy them and i primarily watch them because she was in them but yeah no i loved them like I, they were so fun like their vlogs together i i genuinely I loved but i still watched even after they broke up and she was no longer in them but they what he says in his vlogs is that they've always kept in contact yeah like they've always been talking and he was like yeah like we're friends like we hang out like we're, we're just not dating so i'm like all right well they were definitely sleeping together like while they were broken up but like i bet hmm. there's a small chance that like maybe she doesn't know the father is. i don't know i almost but I, there's just another part of me that's like would she be so eager to announce it and be like so excited about it because right. she's only what like eight or nine eight to ten weeks in like pretty early so like mm-hmm. would she be so excited if it wasn't his because she like, loves him you know what i mean right. or maybe she just wants to be a mom i, I honestly don't know but know. yeah pretty crazy time will tell time will tell all right and then our last drunk d this is a lot less <laughs> um pop culture and a lot more just like kind of wild so some some local news a uri student um is actually accused of throwing a water bottle at nba player kyrie irving um during sunday night's game uh, which was um you know game four celtics versus brooklyn nets so i guess this guy cole Mm -hmm. um cole buckley is 21 years old and he's from braintree and he he threw a water bottle at kyrie um (laughs) And he ends up like Savage. getting, <laughs> he ends up getting arrested and charged with assault and battery with a dangerous weapon. Is that like correct? Like, how can that be the case? I know the guy, <laughs> poor kid, twenty one years old. He's got to be like a junior. He's senior. definitely drinking. He's just like completely oh, yeah, hammered. 100%. He's like, oh, I'm just gonna throw this water bottle at Kyrie. Like, funny joke. Honestly, that. I mean, like, I don't, I would I don't do condone that. it, but like, I'm also not a water bottle. Like, I would get if it, it was like a glass bottle. Like, right. shit, I could hurt somebody, but a right. water, a plastic water bottle. That is not a, a deadly, we- a dangerous weapon. <laughs> but he's facing 10 years in prison and a potential $5,000 fine. That's insane. But he appeared in court today, um, Wednesday, and he pleaded not guilty. So he paid $500 bail and he'll be back in court on August. So we'll see how that plays out. But. I think 10 years in prison is kind of a bit excessive. Yeah. I mean, he's obviously not going to get 10 years. But you you and I were talking about this earlier where you were like, imagine, because it's very unlikely. Like, I feel like Mm -hmm. a lot of it is like a scare tactic. There's no way he gets 10 years in prison. But imagine going the whole summer having that hanging over your head. Yeah. Like Like not knowing. Wait until August, not knowing what his fate is. Right. That would kill me. When he was just doing like a silly prank, just like Mm -hmm. throwing a water bottle. 
I think that's insane. I mean, he definitely could have maybe thrown the water bottle with passion, like hate passion. But True. Like, like, did he spike it? Was it like a lob? Like they a- said it, it grazed his head. So either he has bad <laughs> didn't even hit him. or he didn't try oh, it didn't to even hit, hit him. him too much. I have no idea. I wasn't there. Wait, the funniest part is, I guess, um, when they when they took him away, I think, he, I don't remember exactly what he said. He said something like, Kyrie's a bitch or something yeah. when they were arresting him. I know. Like I know. Well, I guess you could only read his lips. Like you can actually hear yeah. him say, but you could read his lips saying, "Like yeah, he's a bitch." But like, the only reason he got caught is because one of the like security guards that work for like the TD Garden like saw it and like they did his job. Like the guy did his job and like pulled him. But I'm like, right. bro, come on, like just look the other way. I know. I know. <laughs> just look the other way. Look the other way. Wait, but we didn't know the kid was gonna get ten years. I know. Imagine what do you imagine having like, that guilt as that person? Like you just ruined a twenty-one-year-old's life. Like, wait, how do you feel? Are you in, happy? He's in prison, and they're like, "What are you in here for?" It's like, oh, I threw a, I threw a water bottle. What are you in here for? He's like, oh, you know, murder, murder, <laughs> battery assault. He's like, oh, I threw a water bottle at an NBA player. <laughs> what the fuck? Yeah, <laughs> classic. Oh God, I hope it turns out well for him. I really do. Abby, is it frowned upon to expect a guy to groom himself? I'm gonna go with no. I feel like I feel like the answer should be no. But you would think otherwise, considering so many guys, I feel like they don't give a shit what's going on down there, what's going on in their ears and their nose, and that's why they're gonna die alone, unless <laughs> they get manscaped. And you know, we're here today to offer you guys something we like to call the weed whacker. Ooh, tell us more. So the premium Manscaped weed whacker uses 9,000 RPM motor powered 360 degree rotary dual blade system. <laughs> it's making whacking your weeds a time to look forward to and not a time to dread. Yes, absolutely. I, um, I don't know. I definitely think that if my eighth grade boyfriend was allowed to make fun of the fact that I had prickly leg hair, then our 25 year old selves can comment when a guy doesn't take time to do anything more than use a bar of soap in the shower. So head over to manscaped.com. You can shop their wide array of products that can look, make you look really nice from head to toe um, and use code big night for 20% off your order and free shipping. Hell yes, man. Look good, feel good, do good, and Manscaped wants to help. So, like Shannon said, head, head over to, to manscaped.com. Get your weed whacker, get your performance package, tag us, tag Manscaped. Let's get after it. It's time to spring clean. Yes. And you can just let us know um, how thankful you are when you don't want to sleep on the couch anymore. Okay. So, obviously, like we've been talking about this past weekend, mm-hmm. we were in Nashville, right? You. So. <clears throat> Yeah, well, me and <laughs> your friends, our my, friends, my posse, our friends, yeah. our friends were in Nashville. Um, and Abby didn't come because she wanted to have a little getaway with her man, which is whatever. It's fine. I'm over it. It's okay. I am. I, I was meeting the extended family. Give me a break. She was meeting the extended family, which yeah. which is pretty cool. I would have done the same thing if I was meeting Thank the family. You. Thank I you. I would have. Okay, I yeah. get it. We were fighting before this episode a little bit, but it's okay. We were. Like a little bit. I wouldn't cheers you. Oh, yeah. You were just being sassy for no reason. But anyways, <laughs> go on about your your wonderful weekend in Nashville, please. Okay. So we, um, there was a bunch of us there. And one of our friends, he actually moved to Nashville like 10 months ago or something. Mm-hmm. He's friends with um, me and Caitlin, who we reference all the time. One of my closest friends. So <laughs> we got dinner with him one night. So we do this thing where whenever we go on trips with large groups of people and we know we're going to be like drinking all weekend, 
me and my friend Caitlin always say an extra day because I get really, really bad anxiety. We've, we've yeah. talked about this on previous episodes, like coming back from New Orleans. Like I literally had a, my first ever panic attack in the, in the plane because I was just like such a crazy weekend. I was like not feeling good, yeah. eating shitty food, drinking whatever. And in the plane, I was like crying. So don't do that. Anymore. No. I don't do that anymore. So we stayed an extra day and we ended up meeting up with our friend. Um, we'll call him Johnny. Okay. Johnny. So we met up with Johnny and we went to dinner and grabbed drinks with him. And we were just like asking him how he liked Nashville. And we were like, do you like any girls? Like, do you have any crushes? So he was like, I'm not seeing anyone, but he was like, you guys have to help me out. Like, here's, here's my situation. So he moves to Nashville and he meets this girl. I think she, um, you know, she, she's like in their friend group. He meets her. He instantly realizes that he really likes her, but what he finds out really soon into their friendship is that she is a serial dater. So she's like, I've always, always, always had like a three year relationship, two year relationship, five year relationship. And in my it's head, just I was never like, never single. Mm-hmm. And in my head, flag. I was like, same <laughs> red flag, but same as you're wearing a red shirt, <laughs> red flag. <laughs> I am the red flag, yeah. but he was like, she's a serial dater. And her biggest thing was she was like, when I moved to Nashville, I want to stay single for a while and like truly be single for the first time in my life. Fair. Right. She's like, I've always been in relationships that. since high school. So he's like, okay, I'm over here and I'm like in love with this girl. And she's basically telling me like, I really want to value this time being single, going on dates, meeting guys, going out with my girlfriends, not being in a relationship. So he's like, I want to respect that. And I want to respect the fact that she doesn't want anything more. So this whole time he's like, you know, going out with her, going out with her friends, you know, being a really good friend, hanging out with her. And he's like, I don't know. He's like, at this point, it's been like a year. So he's like, I feel like maybe it's the time is starting to come when like I would be in the clear to start making a move. But he's like, what do I do? Cause like, he's like, I'm very friend zoned. And he's like, and I don't know if like, he's like, it's not that she's ever like explicitly told me she's not interested in me. She just he's wasn't. like, we've just never explored that or ever gone there. So he's like, how do I, how do I get out of the friend zone? I guess in a sense. And we were talking about this yeah. and I feel like this is happens to so many guys and they really don't know what to do. Yeah. And I love that he actually asked you guys for advice. Cause I feel like a lot of guys just like keep quiet and just like stay miserable. And they just like, don't know hope, what to do. They hope and pray that like, she's going to make a move or like that. that like, she's going to wake day. up one day and yeah. realize that she loves and him. And that's just like not realistic. And so guys just silently suffer. But I love that he actually asked you guys for advice. And, it, and I feel like, I mean, I've never been friends on. Have you? Um, maybe. maybe. I feel like I might have. It's never been with like a friend that like was like a long term friend, but there's definitely yeah. been guys in my life that we became like fast friends. And maybe there was like a part of me that like had a thing for him, but I didn't know if he felt the same way back. Yeah. Um, like years ago. So yeah, I, I, I definitely think I think it happens a lot less to girls. Yeah. Um, than it does to guys, just because. I don't know. I mean, I feel like if you're a girl and like you were to, I mean, it sucks to say this, but if you feel like you were a relatively attractive girl and you're going to pull a move on a guy, he's probably gonna be like, all right. Yeah. But like, it doesn't really go the same the other way around. I, I know. know. I know. It sucks to say, but I feel like it's true. But I feel like even though like we don't have personal experience, maybe being friend zoned, I, I think we have a lot to offer. Yeah. For advice. Exactly. And I feel like it's like from a girl's point of view, we can kind of, I guess, identify like 
what it is that's going wrong and like mm-hmm. maybe some tips on like what to do. So yeah. first off, um, we were talking about it and we were going to say, you know, why do you think, I guess from your experience, Abby, like from guys that you've talked to, why do you think it is that guys get friend zoned in the first place? Like, what are they doing wrong? I mean, there's, uh, there's a, a lot, lot of, re- <laughs> there's so much. <laughs> Where do I begin? Um, I feel like all we do is like shit on guys in this podcast and like we're trying to help the guys out this time, but I might shit on you in the, in the process. So they're not like bad things. No, they're not bad. Like you're probably like a nice person. I feel like it's just like a lot of guys like struggle with like how to like balance being nice, but still get the girl to realize they like him. I think like if you're in the friend zone, you need to ask yourself how available you are. Mm -hmm. Like, are you always there? If she calls you at 2 a.m., are you there? Mm-hmm. Does she, like, I don't know. Like, the, I really do believe that absence makes the heart grow fonder. Mm-hmm. I think it's, like, cliche, but I think if you, and it's not even, like, ghosting, but, like, if if you aren't always available, she's going to wonder, yeah. like, what you're doing, who you're with. Yeah, so basically, like, if you're always there like you're showing up with a coffee every single morning um you're offering to you know give her a ride to do her homework to do this to that to that to the point where you're almost like a little puppy dog and you're just following her around yeah you're like, i'll do whatever you need and she's gonna get so she's comfortable gonna think you're a bitch boy. and she's gonna be like oh he's such a cutie he's you know such a good friend cute moving on yeah <laughs> yeah so if you're not too available there's also the just the like straight up you're just not her type Mm -hmm. which there's nothing wrong with that yeah but i feel like so i feel like we need to preface like there's like two types of like being in the friend zone i feel like there's like the guy who has feelings for his friend that's a girl and he hasn't made his feelings and intentions clear so she has no idea Mm -hmm. she has no idea how they feel and he hasn't made a move so she has no idea so there's like the unknown friend zone but then there's like the other type of friend zone where it's like, you've made a move, you've tried, you've discussed it, and she's just not interested. She's not interested. And then if that's the case, then we can need help to you. respect that. And you need to move we on. We can't help you. Yeah, exactly. We don't condone. Like, you need that's to That's creepy as hell. Yeah. And we're, need- not, we're not condoning you being a little creepy perv. Right. If you've made a move on a girl and she's not interested, you need to just move the hell on. Yeah. So we're talking about the guys that they like know. a girl and the girl has no idea. So And they don't know how she feels about them. Right. And so you could just not be her type, which is totally fine. Um, Yeah, like maybe she typically goes after like the bad boy. Maybe you're like the nice boy with like the button up on or something. As I look at you, who's wearing a button up? Not a dig on you. Yikes. <laughs> um, I don't think it gets button ups. I actually. Hey, you're someone's type, you know? <laughs> but, but I think like even like bad boy versus nice girl, there could be the girl that, you know, likes freaking guys in finance or there could be the girl that only dates athletes like or like the girl right. that only dates nerds or only dates like skater boys or only yeah. dates like there's so, so maybe many- like you just don't initially come to mind as like the type of guy that she would typically date right right because i feel like girls get weird like that like they get stuck into certain types where they're like i only date brunettes or i only date guys like this or like that like yeah that. So. but it, not even like mm-hmm. looks wise i feel like it's like personality because i feel mm-hmm. like if you were to like sit down and reflect on everyone that you've talked to and or dated they might not like appearance wise be the same but there's probably similar traits right or like patterns that are there in common so you just might not be her type mm-hmm. or she might just not feel attraction or chemistry to you right but that's because you haven't given her the chance to 
Yeah. So like, I feel like number three is she doesn't feel uh, chemistry between you. Maybe there's not like a very obvious attraction. Like, you know, when you meet someone and sparks are flying and instantly it's like, all right, there's something there. Yeah. Maybe that's not the case. Maybe you feel like you're attracted to her. Maybe you feel like there's some chemistry, but she just... Not that she doesn't feel that way, but she's not acting like she feels that way. Like those sparks haven't been realized yet. Yeah. Yeah. Um, And then I think number four, and this I feel like is actually decently common, is you haven't shown any romantic interest in her. You haven't made a move. Um, It's very, you know, platonic. You, you know, are scared to keep eye contact for more than two seconds because you don't want to come off as creepy, which is is good. Um, But you're just... Like, she has no way of knowing that you feel this way about her because you've never even put yourself out there. And I feel like this one is so common for guys who are terrified of, you know, making a move on a girl that they like and having her reject them and having it completely ruin their friendship. Like, especially if you've been friends with someone for years and years, you're like, I don't want to lose them as a friend. So I don't want to make the move in the first place. Yeah. I feel like it's so easy for guys to, like, walk up to a girl at a bar and, like, like, walk up to a complete stranger, ask for her number. And she'd be like, "Oh no, get away. And they're like, all right, cool, on to the next. But yes. if it's, like, a girl that they generally like, I feel like, like guys are, like, so hesitant scared. to... Sh- yeah, they're scared and they're hesitant to show, like, their, like, soft, emotional, feminine side. Because all guys, like, and same with girls, everyone has masculine and feminine energy. Some more than others, but, like, they don't want to show that feminine side. They don't want to show that they care and that they, like, like her or whatever. Right. Because they don't want to, like, come off as, like, a freaking... Pe- uh, what is it called? I almost said pimp. A simp. They don't want to <laughs> yeah. come off Complete as either. <laughs> yeah, you don't want to come off as a simp or a pimp, but they don't want to come off as a simp. Wait, I love that. Don't come off as a simp or a pimp. Yeah. No, literally. Be somewhere in between. Yeah. <laughs> it's so funny. It's yeah. true, though. Um, yeah, no, I feel like those are, in my mind, at least the, the top four. Obviously, like we said, there could be like 39,000 others, but those are the ones that kind of come common. to mind as yeah. the most common. Um, okay, so then we wanted to, I guess, share some advice for, you know, that could help you out with getting out of the friend zone. And we're going to preface this because we're not going to give you advice on like how to make a move on a girl or what to say or like how to get her to date you. Because again, it's very situational. It's very situational. Like you could be friends with someone for 10 years and there could be a lot of moving parts and we're not going to be like, oh, just go up to her and kiss her because we'll don't don't do that. But um, also... Like we said before, there are some situations in which no matter what you do, you could be the smoothest talking, coolest, nicest, most fun guy out there. But there are some situations where she's just not into you and she doesn't want to date you and that's okay. So we're not going to you know, give you tips as to how to get out of the friend zone. I think what we're going to do is we're going to help you try to figure out. If there's potential. If there is potential. So yeah. we're going to give you guys some ideas of things to do that can kind of test if I do these things and, you know, she's starting to act a little different or starting to act a little more flirty with me. Okay. Maybe there's potential there. If she doesn't give a shit and she doesn't, you know, doesn't acknowledge it and it doesn't matter to her, there's probably a large chance that she's not into you at all. And there's really nothing there. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. I think it's really important. Like Shannon, like preface this a little bit, but like Definitely, we don't condone making a move out of nowhere. Mm-hmm. Listen to what we're about to tell you guys and figure out uh, a tip that's going to work for you. You don't have to try all of them. You can try one of them. You can try some of them. You can try none of them. But these are just some ways for you guys to figure out if you want to make a move. Right. Without 
without actually making one. Right. Like, not, like if you're scared, like, oh, I don't want to make a move out of nowhere because it might ruin our friendship. Like, yes, don't do that. Like, try these first and then yep. let it make it lead to that. So what do we got first? Okay, let's dive in. Get your pen and paper ready. Okay, first tip. Peter, do you have your pen and paper ready? <laughs> it's ready. Okay. It's ready. <laughs> okay, okay. Um, All right. Okay. First so tip. I, sorry, go on. No, go ahead. Okay. You go. Okay. You go. Oh, are you making up for being sassy earlier? <laughs> I will. Okay. All right. So this is, okay, we don't normally condone this because I think like if you're, like this like this is trying to get out of the friend zone, but in a relationship we don't condone this, but go hot and cold. Mm-hmm. You don't want to be on all the time. If you leave a burner on all the time in your house, you're going to burn your house down. Okay. That's just not, <laughs> am I wrong? Am right. I? I mean, I guess you're right. I feel like eventually Spoken you're like a girl has some experience. <laughs> <laughs> um, so go hot and cold, you know, be less interested. Yes. Make yourself scarce. Like you don't want to always show interest because she's going to take that for granted. Yes. And when you distance yourself a tiny bit, when you, when you go to the cold side, she's either a going to notice and be like, huh? Like, I wonder where he is or B, she's not going to notice. And if she doesn't notice that you're being cold and distant, she might not care. Then she (laughs) might not care. And she doesn't care. So that's, that's a sign that, you know, you might be in the friend zone. This one is so huge because when you are in that friend zone, likely you're already doing things like you're doing sweet things for her. You're always there. You're the one picking up her calls when she gets into a fight with her ex-boyfriend or when she gets into a fight with her friend, like you're the one on the end of the phone, like giving her that pep talk. You're that nice guy. You're giving her a ride to the airport. You're doing all those sweet things. So she is likely again, taking those for granted and in her head thinking like, Oh my gosh, this is my friend. He's so great. He's so sweet to me, whatever. Um, if all of a sudden, and we're not saying like, you know, block her number and never talk to her again. We're saying if you all of a sudden, you know, maybe I'll be you, busy, just, you get a little busy or maybe you um, are just like out with the boys a lot and you're not really like having time to pick up her, the phone anymore. You're not texting her first. You're letting her text you first. She's going to start wondering where you are mm-hmm. and who you're it, with. Th- what this you're is why doing. Abby said it's like kind of toxic advice because yeah. We as girls hate when guys do this to us, but it, it does mm-hmm. work, which is why we're going to give it advice as advice because we're playing both sides here. Yep. So when a girl's talking to a guy and he goes hot and cold like in a romantic relationship, she, like it's going to piss her off, but she's going to be obsessed with that guy. She's going right. to be like, I don't understand. One second he's calling me beautiful. The next second he's not answering my calls for three days. What did I do? Does he like me? Does he not like me? She's going to go crazy. In this situation, what you're trying to do is you're kind of almost create that effect, except Obviously, you haven't been showing romantic feelings at that point. You've been showing friend feelings. But if all of a sudden you kind of distance yourself, you don't answer her for a few days, you're not really like doing those sweet things. You're not offering to, you know, give her a ride to the game or to do this or do that. She's going to start wondering like, oh my gosh, wait, like, where is he? And she's going to be like, wait, why do I care so much? Why do I care where he is? Why is this bothering me? And maybe it'll help her realize like, okay, there could be something there. Right. You need to give her the space and the time to actually sit and reflect mm-hmm. with her thoughts and feelings. Exactly. Because if you're always up her ass and always doing sweet things, you know, like I said, absence makes the heart grow fonder. When you're not constantly doing all those things, she's either going to miss you or she's not. Yeah. And she's going to like, if you're constantly doing those things, she's not going to think she needs to date you because she's like, oh, I don't need to date him. And he's just doing these things anyways. Exactly. All of a sudden you're gone and she's like, oh my gosh, now I have no one do I like actually think of him differently? So right. that's a, that's a big one. Mm-hmm. All right. Next. Okay. Next. 
create some competition. Mm-hmm. Again, this can this can come off as toxic, but I think if you do it tastefully, you know, it will be very evident in whether or not she gives a shit about you. Yes. And um I can I can speak to this because it worked. For yes, me. It did. <laughs> I remember the moment uh, when this worked for you. Literally this so this was before Mystery Man and I started dating. We were like talking like we both knew that we were interested in each other but this was before we even went on our first date so like you guys were in the same friend group and people would joke and be like oh is, is he ever gonna take abby on a joke and it was more like silly and playful and it didn't feel like there was any feelings there until this happened yeah so it was like i said it was before we went on our first date because if it happened after i probably would have killed him <laughs> but um <laughs> um we were at we were actually you were having a party yes at your house and um like I said, it was already known that we were interested, but nothing had happened. And I like look over and I see him like talking to this girl mm-hmm. and like she's not in our friend group because then I would have killed her. Um, but she, he was talking to this girl flirting with her and I was upset and I was like, wait, why am I upset? And I literally like pulled Shannon aside and I was like. I was pissed. You were so mad. You were like, why is he talking to this girl? This is insane. Like, she's this. She's, like, freaking out. And I was like, why do you care so much? And you were like, oh. I know. You were like, maybe I really like him. And I feel like that was, like, the turning point. It was. It was, like, in my head. In that moment when I realized that, like, I didn't have him in the bag and, like, that he, like, has other options and that, like, I wasn't, you know, the first one on his mind, like at the time, like I was like, oh, wait, I don't like this. Yeah. I want him to be mine. I don't like this. Exactly. And again, this keyword is tasteful because you also don't want to be that guy that all of a sudden is like, oh my God, just got off the phone with Hillary. Now Jennifer's calling me. Oh, what's up, baby? Like, yeah, don't be like, like obvious about yeah. it because she's going to be like, all right, dude, I know what you're doing. We're not stupid. But if you, if you can like natural, if you like casually bring up like, oh, like look at this girl that I just matched with on Hinge. Like, isn't she so hot or something? If you do yeah. something like low key and casual and even leave some mystery. Yeah. Leave a little mystery. Like we always say when you want to make a guy jealous, don't be like posting Snapchat stories till 3 a.m. with every single person that you're with and everything you're doing. Take a picture of yourself, like like a blurry picture like at the pregame and then go dark for the rest of the night. Mm-hmm. He's going to be like, where was she? So like maybe maybe like you show up and everyone's like, yo, where were you last night? And you're like, Oh, like I was just, you know, at dinner like with a friend and they're like, Oh, is it a girl? And you're just kind of like, yeah. And like, just kind of playing it off. Yeah. If she has any sort of interest in you, stuff like that, like doing, piss her doing things like that will start to make her be like, well, what the hell? Like, who is he talking to? Like, who is she? Mm-hmm. And just dropping little teeny fragments, little gems here and there. And then, you know, when you're at a party setting, maybe you're talking to other girls and you're being a little flirty and you're not showing her the attention that you normally show her. If there is anything there, like she is going to start reacting to that, whether she gets pissed at you and starts acting jealous, or maybe she starts acting more flirty because she's trying to like compete for your intention. Mm -hmm. It's going to be pretty obvious if it's bothering her when you do this. I did neither of the above. All I did was bitch to Shannon and Michael. (laughs) And I was like, we need to set something up immediately. Yeah. And then we set them up on a double date Yeah, and the rest is history. Mm -hmm. (laughs) Okay. The next one. Um, This is actually, I thought was very interesting. Mm -hmm. We talked about this. So you are going to get them to invest and this is the what we call the Ben Franklin effect. I kept calling it the Albert Einstein effect, but it's not. It's definitely the the Ben Franklin effect. You're like, who's that old guy? I was like, who is he? Albert Al? Al? You're like, no. no, no. Ben Franklin. 
So for those of you that don't know the Ben Franklin effect, it's basically, so we have this common misconception as humans that if someone is constantly doing nice things, so if I'm constantly doing nice things for someone else, that they're going to realize that they like me or that they love you, which Mm -hmm. could be the case. Like that does work sometimes, but this is almost reversing the roles. You're getting someone else to do things for you. And that's actually going to, you know, can make them realize that they have feelings for you or that they like you in some sort of a capacity. Right. And I think like to put this into like specifically a guy being friend zone, men want to feel not even wanted, but needed. Like it's in their like natural whatever to want to be needed. Like literally like, oh, can you open this jar? I can't do it. Oh, can you reach this? I can't reach. Like, oh, can you change my flat tire? Like, Men want to feel wanted and needed, and when they don't, like, I feel like it's, like, common in marriages, like, a lot, like, why a lot of men in marriages, like, they're in an unhappy marriage and they end up cheating because they feel like they're not wanted or needed by their wife, and, like, that's what a lot of people make the mistake of, like, though the girl will bend over backwards for her man, but she doesn't, like, expect the same in return, mm-hmm. so when you make someone do something for you and clicks in their head, like, Oh, like I'm wanted, I'm wanted, I'm needed. And they realize that they actually like you. Right. And I feel like girls kind of have, like you said, girls can have this down girls are like, can you do this for me? Can you open this for me? Can you reach Mm -hmm. that for me? But it's actually interesting because sometimes it can work in reverse. So I guess psychologically in your brain, when you do a favor for someone or you do something nice for someone, um, your brain is almost telling you, okay, you just did something really sweet for that person. You must like them. Like there must be a reason why you did that for them. And these are Ben Franklin's words, not ours. And the more like favors or things that you do for someone, the more you mean to them, the more that you are going to keep doing them. Cause like in your brain is psychologically telling yourself, okay, you like this person. You're going to do this again. You're going to keep doing nice things. So basically you're not going to be like, Hey, go pick me up an Armani suit and do X, Y, Z. But little teeny things like, Hey, could you, you know, pick me up on the way there? Could you be the person that grabs me from the airport? If you can like make her feel like she's a person that like is needed and you need her to be the person to pick you up. Not only is it going to make her feel like, wow, like, do I like this guy? Cause I keep doing all these things for him. And like, I keep being there. It's also going to make her in a weird way, feel valid, validated. Like, wow, he's like, he wants me to be the person that is the first one he sees after a, you know, a four hour flight. Mm-hmm. So Put it to the test. Put it to the test. Okay, next. So we mentioned it a little bit earlier about platonic versus romantic. And this is where, you know, I feel like you might be a little more hesitant to try this. But I think if you do tastefully, it can really show how a girl feels about you. And that's like, because when you're friends with someone, you, and like, I feel like a lot of people think that girls and guys can't be friends. Friends. Like it's always more than friends. And like, I mean, I don't, I don't think that's true, Um, but I can see why, because either it's platonic, like strictly platonic or it's not. Right. And when you are friends with someone, it's, it's platonic. But if you want to get out of the friend zone, you're going to have to start acting a little less platonic and start, you know, adding a little spice to the friendship. (laughs) And what we mean by that is like literally get physical. And like we said, we don't. Don't grab her face and make out with her. No, Just we don't, don't. Don't do that. We don't condone Please don't. making a, a bold move like that. But it's like the little stolen moments. Like, yes. let your hand linger a little bit longer. Like, mm-hmm. if you guys are, you know, taking a picture together, like, put your hand on her back. On the small like, of her back. Yeah, on yes. the lower back. Um, and, you know, just be, like, playful and flirty with it. Like, we don't, we don't want, like, a big, drastic 
physical movement because no. that's just gonna Girls come out of that. yeah it's gonna come out of left field she's like whoa what are you doing like chill but like it's it's the little things because I feel we've talked about this before though like how girls actually get so into like those little moments mm-hmm. like it, it's in our ma- in our mind like so hot like if a guy if like if a guy's like holding your hand and like no one knows about it or like he like lets his hand linger on the back of your arm for like you know 0.2 seconds longer than he should like those teeny teeny little things move her again, hair out of her face yes like again like not creepy like you're not being sketchy and all of a sudden like putting your hand on your thigh don't do that yeah, no, stop don't. disengage immediately <laughs> but like nice sweet little things that aren't creepy like she is going to pick up on it yeah and if you can do that confidently that's like the key here is like you're not like your hands like shaking and trembling like and being weird right if you can constantly confidently like make that eye contact confidently you know you know brush the hair out of her face little things like that she's gonna start feeling like wow like this is such a man and he can like do these things and feel confident and if there is anything at all there like any sort of like sparks that maybe haven't been realized yet i feel like she's gonna pick up on it it. in that in that Mm -hmm. moment and i think the key word that you said is confidently because women are very perceptive and they can tell like if you are second guessing whether or not you should do this and like if you're being hesitant in that exact moment like a girl's gonna pick up on that and she's gonna think that like you being hesitant like that's gonna make it weird and creepy and she's gonna be like oh that's weird but if you do it confidently like she's she's gonna feel safe around you and she's gonna be like oh okay Okay, right. like this is nice or she's not going to think it's nice and it's not because you're being creepy but it's just because she doesn't feel that way towards yeah, you. Yeah, like if she's like if you do something like that yeah. and she's just kind of like, "Oh, okay." Then yeah. yeah, there's probably nothing body there. Body language is key. Like you have to like look at her body language and see how she's receiving it. Yes. Because that will ultimately exactly. show how and she feels. I think the biggest thing with this too is that you're not constantly doing these things every so often. Remember the hot and cold. Yes, because if all of a sudden you're constantly like putting your arm around her like 24 seven, she's going to think that's like she's going to think it's weird or it might even be like even a little bit more friend zone like you're doing it really, really like subtly every now and then um, a lot of Leave guys are wanting more. Yes, like a lot of guys who are in the friend zone. They're so scared as, of coming off as creepy and of ruining their relationship. They're probably not making eye contact with her at all. They're probably never touching her. They're keeping like a you know 10 feet of distance at all times because they want to be like the gentleman. Just break that down a little bit and see if it works. Yeah. Okay. And then what's the last one that we have? Okay. The last one that we have, which I think is like really, really important, is detach yourself. Mm-hmm. And what we mean by that is... Don't let your whole world orbit around her. Yes. Because again, girls are very perceptive. Like they can tell if you're obsessing over them. <laughs> and yes. it's as much as like the end goal, like every girl wants their boyfriend to be obsessed with them. But when you're trying to get out of the friend zone and you're being an obsessive friend, again, it's weird. It's creepy. So and she can tell. Yeah. And she can tell. So stop obsessing over her so much. You're going to push her away. By being needy and obsessive, but be the guy at the party that, you know, you're not constantly standing by her side. You're not laughing at every single thing that she says. Hanging on to every single word. Yeah. Like you're, you're the guy that's bouncing around from person to person, from group to group at the party. Like, like having a good time laughing, like just living your life, doing your thing and showing her that like. Like, you want to show that you're the alpha. Like, you are, like, she's the life of the party. Yeah, you're the life of the party because girls are going to be like, oh, like, I want to be with him. Like, he Mm -hmm. seems fun. He seems confident. He seems cool. Like, it's literally 
actually natural selection. Like mm-hmm. a girl, like deep down inherently will be attracted to a guy that she thinks is like a, like it sucks to say this, but is like someone that she would want to eventually get married to and reproduce with. So if she sees a guy that's like confident and walking around, he can make friends with anyone. He's funny. He's charismatic. Like there's a part of her that's going to be like, damn, I want to be with that guy. But if you're this guy sitting by her side all night, like a puppy dog, like waiting for her to get, you know, rejected from the two guys she actually wants to see. (laughs) And just hoping that she'll come crawling back to you when it doesn't work out with anyone else. Like she's not going to see you as the guy that she wants to be with. So get a roster. And again, a little toxic, but like you need to distract yourself and detach yourself. Mm -hmm. Like you don't need to be like sleeping around and going on dates every single night of the week. But if you have other distractions in your life, whether it's other girls, like, you know, you're just living your life, having fun. Mm hmm. You know, again, like if if you're doing that, you're creating a competition while also trying to detach yourself. Like she's going to, you know, pick up on that and see that you're acting a little bit different. And again, she's either going to care or she's not. Exactly. Yeah. And this is this is so key, too, because you like it doesn't even have to be with other girls. You could literally be like at the party, like talking to other guys. Mm -hmm. And again, like if she, if she has an issue with it, she'll make it known. And so if usually you guys, you know, go somewhere together and you're always sitting next to her, always laughing at her jokes, always hanging out with her friends. And all of a sudden, like this one night you're kind of ignoring her a little bit and you're talking to the boys about fishing or golfing or whatever it is, the, the hell it is that you boys talk about. And if she comes up to you and she's like, Hey, like, are you mad at me? Mm -hmm. Like, did something happen? You want to play it off. So no, no, why? Like, oh my God, no, I'm just having so much fun. No, why? Everything's fine. Yeah. Like, if a girl asks if, are you mad at me? She cares. She cares. And, and there's hope to get out of the friend And zone. if you can play it off, because the, the last thing you want to do is be like, yeah, I mean, I am a little, no. Like, oh my God, no, I'm just having so much fun. Like, it, I'm having so much fun. Why? Yeah. And you just like play it thing. off. That will drive her insane. Mm-hmm. Like, she will be like, wait, why doesn't he care about the fact that he doesn't talk to me or pay any attention to me all night? If, she, if she's used to being the center of your world and all of a sudden it's like she is just like everyone else another plan that will drive her insane and maybe it'll get her towards realizing damn there, there's something here and again if she doesn't then she likely doesn't care um but those are the tips that we have and i think you know if you're listening to this and you are going to try some of these out and they work so you you know you create co- some more competition you try to distance yourself you do some of these things and it, it is working like she's getting either jealous or she's getting a little bit more flirty or it feels like there's like, you know, all of a sudden she's showing that interest. Then I think at that point it you might be time to, to make a move. And again, like you're not going to be creepy about it, but maybe, you know, gradually you can put yourself in a position where I think it's finally time to make a move. If she doesn't react to any of these things, then you need to let it go and talk to some other three with daddy yeah, issues somewhere. <laughs> Don't talk about me like that. <laughs> Sorry. <laughs> There's plenty of fish of the sea, but like we said, the we these aren't tips necessarily to get out of the friend zone. They're just tips to figure out if there's hope for you to get out of the friend zone yeah. and, and decide whether or not you should make the move. And may do the s- odds be ever in your yes. favor. Do, tread lightly, okay? Do okay. so carefully. Let us know if anything <laughs> Drink works. responsibly. And and if you do one of these tips and she calls you out on it, just blame it on drinks yeah, after just work. Like, oh, I listen to this podcast and we just two psychos. Like, I don't, I don't know what I was doing. Anyways, uh, over, under. We haven't done this in a while. I know. Let's, let's, we, let's get the people out of here. So let's do it quick because... 
We keep skipping over under because we talk so much, but um, I miss it. I do miss it. I've missed it. I miss it. I've missed You're it. overrated this week. I'm sorry. <laughs> I'm always overrated. Okay. Um, my overrated is jean shorts. Jorts. Daisy Dukes, as we call them down south. <laughs> There's so many kinds of jean shorts, though. True. Okay. So here's the thing. A nice, tasteful, like maybe a little bit longer jean short, I- I'm okay with. I think they look good on other girls. I don't think they look good on me. Um... I hate them. I've hated them my whole life. And I feel like in college, like I had to wear them. And now I just like, I won't put up, I won't put up with it anymore. I don't think I've put on a pair of jean shorts. I definitely wore them in like the summers of like high school and like maybe like early college years I'd wear them. But like the low rise jean shorts were probably the worst, the worst thing ever invented. I don't think I own it. They were disgusting. They were like, like so like painted on like so tight and low rise and like the Abercrombie would be hanging out just did you have the Abercrombie yes they were not not (laughs) if those ever come back in style like I quit on fashion I'm done because like everything else is becoming back in including low rise jeans but low rise jean shorts I will not stand for I don't like them they're uncomfortable they don't feel good down there you don't feel good I never feel I don't I I just kind of feel a little trashy when I'm wearing them maybe that's just me before going to Nashville I was like all right I have to buy a pair of jean shorts I was like texting my friends. And no, I was like, you texted me. Let me get the screenshot. <laughs> Let me pull it up. Because Shannon just about had a freaking meltdown. And where were you, Zara? Zara. I was like, Zara. all right, I'm going to buy a pair. I'm going to do it. Like they do in the movies. You go, <laughs> you text me. You go, ew, I hate jean shorts. Can you mark that down as an overrated for me? I just tried to buy some at Zara and legit couldn't do it. Like, I like myself too much. I cannot. I will not. I told myself I would for Nashville, but no. Would rather be trendy and not fit in. <laughs> Those are words out of your mouth that you texted me. Spiraling at Zara. Anyway, over jean shorts. How do you feel? I feel personally okay. victimized. Well, we're going to cancel. We're going to cancel jean shorts this cancel. week. Um, okay, underrated. I'm going to stay on brand with drinks after work. Okay, I think. Hear me out. Do you shop at Trader Joe's? Yes. Really? Often. I Every used to a lot more when I lived in Seaport because it was like right down the right street. There. But yeah. Yeah. Okay. So I think, and ugh, pisses me off that not every Trader Joe's has one. Figure it out, please. <laughs> um, Like literally in the city of Boston, not everyone has one. I don't understand. But the wine selection oh. at Trader Joe's, I think is so underrated. Yes. Um, They have like the most coolest bottles of wine that you can get. And they're so freaking cheap. Like, my favorite red, I know it's really not red wine season anymore. It's rosé and April spread season, but, and white and wine. wine and white wine. Yeah. But so my favorite red wine from Trader Joe's is $5. It's a wow. Pinot, Pinot Noir. It's a 2016 California blend and it's beautiful cherry blossom and she's four ninety nine. That's amazing. No, you're not the first person that said that. I I've actually like never it. bought wine from you Trader Joe's because I think the one that in Seaport do they have wine there? No. I don't think I've, yeah. Okay. So it I don't think I've ever. Me off. I don't think I've ever seen wine there because they probably don't have their alcohol the, license. The or whatever. Summer. The Somerville one has mm. a, a nice, a big, large. I've wine heard collection. people say that though that they love it. But you're right. I think it's underrated. I, I don't think, think it's enough underrated. enough people don't shop they at have Trader Joe's a, for wine. Yeah, I agree. I think they like they have a few like name brands like you can buy like things that you like normally would find in a liquor store but they have a lot of things that like i haven't seen before and you can Mm -hmm. only get there and i think like this cherry blossom like i don't know if they sell it in stores but i wouldn't know if it weren't for cherry joe's 
I think it's underrated. Thank you, TJ's. Don't, don't sleep on Trader Joe's wine. Okay? Don't. don't sleep on anything from Trader Joe's. There's literally YouTube Honestly. accounts of girls who literally just review different things from Trader Joe's. I know. And I they're so, them. I love them. Me too. Because it's just like so much. I think we're going to go to Trader Joe's tomorrow. <laughs> we stop there after this. They're probably close. <laughs> Let's wrap. All right. No, we're actually, we're going to the Grand after this. Yeah, we are. Okay. <laughs> so thank you guys so much. You know the drill. Like, comment, subscribe. Tell your mom to tell their mom to tell all of her friends to follow us. Yes. Um, if you guys like what you heard today or if you didn't, um, please subscribe um, on Apple or wherever the hell you listen to us. Mm-hmm. Leave us a review. It doesn't have to be nice. It doesn't have to be mean. It can be mediocre. It can be whatever you want. You can just like put random words in there. We don't care. Leave some sort of a review. Rate us any amount of stars starting at two up to five. No less than two. I'm like giving very specific instructions. Yeah. Take a right at the light and then you're going to go down <laughs> Do the street. Do not pass go without <laughs> subscribing. Um, Sip and Dip, we just released episode eight at Alcove. So go check it out if you haven't already. Oh, yes. Alcove was amazing. It they was. Really good that drinks. is also underrated. Yes. And then tune in next week for Sip and Dip because it is at our most requested drink place. Mm-hmm. Lolita. Lolita. We had to wait a month for a reservation there. Yeah, we did. But thank you guys so much for listening to another week. We're going to go hit the grand right now. We'll see you guys later. We love you baddies. See you next time. Bye.